0: Ali Velshi, uh, you know, right now the president has uh, has decided that he's going to take ten drugs, and he's going to negotiate. Dreaming of a better sleep, tossing and turning is not your destiny, and Ali is here to help. Ali invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin. Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's dot com.
1: Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed
0: instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams
1: can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com/slash AI for all.
0: Prices for those 10 drugs with the drug companies. And by God, the Republican politicians are calling that communism. In other words, neg- the government negotiating for. Drugs is communism. In other words, a drug the the government is not saying you will call you will charge this. They're not saying that. They're not saying we are going to manufacture the drug ourselves. They're not saying that. They're not saying we're shutting you down. They're not saying that. They just said we are going to negotiate the prices for those drugs just like the VA does, just like Canada does, just like any other country does. And for that, you call us a communist. I want you to listen to Ali Velci because he breaks it down perfectly. Then we'll take it on the other side.
1: This week, the Biden administration announced the first 10 drugs that will be subject to price negotiations under a new provision included in the Inflation Reduction Act, President Biden's signature bill, you will recall, that was passed last year. Now, the list targets some of the most commonly used drugs that help treat conditions like diabetes, heart failure, chronic kidney disease, blood cancers, arthritis, Crohn's disease, as well as blood thinners that prevent strokes and blood clots. According to the Department of Health and Human Services, about 9 million Medicare beneficiaries used one or more of these 10 drugs in the past year and paid a total of $3.4 billion out of pocket for those medications. That's on top of the $50.5 billion that the government spends on these same drugs every year. The federal government is the largest buyer of prescription drugs in the United States. Now, theoretically, In a market system, that would mean that it should have some measure of influence over those drug prices. A power that has been specifically nullified by something called the non-interference clause. Back in 2003, when Congress and President George W. Bush passed the prescription drug benefit to Medicare, Republicans, no doubt at the behest of the powerful pharmaceutical lobby, added something called the non-interference clause, which prevented the government, which as I said, is the single largest buyer of prescription drugs in the country, from negotiating drug prices directly with pharmaceutical companies. In some cases, that has resulted in Americans paying double or triple the same amount for the same exact drug as people in other developed nations pay, precisely because many other governments didn't give away their seat at the bargaining. Shipping can make or
0: break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows, and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
1: ...table like America did. Lower drug prices means lower premiums and lower out-of-pocket costs for those on Medicare, as well as less money out of taxpayers' pockets, including if you never used any of these drugs. This one change in federal policy is a big deal because it has the opportunity to fundamentally change prescription drug pricing in the United States to the benefit of millions of Americans. But it wouldn't seem that way if you were only paying attention to Republicans' reactions to it this week. Some Congress members, including Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, called the new policy, quote, a socialist price-setting program. Meanwhile, former United States ambassador and presidential candidate Nikki Haley went as far as to call the entire Inflation Reduction Act, quote, a communist manifesto. So let's get one thing clear. This policy is less like communism and more like Costco. Like Costco, Medicare now has the ability to purchase products from a manufacturer and bargain down the price so that in turn it can offer those products to its members at lower prices. Drug manufacturers can opt in or opt out. And likewise, nothing prevents consumers from shopping elsewhere to buy the same or similar products at a lower cost or higher cost. The free market doesn't mean that manufacturers can set whatever price they want. More choices mean that consumers have more buying power. That is actually what capitalism is. This is capitalism working as it should. Under communism there would be no negotiation at all. There wouldn't be anyone for the government to negotiate with because under communism, private businesses would cease to exist. Communism is a political and economic ideology that promotes a society in which all property and wealth is communally owned. To live under communism is to relinquish every aspect of your life to the government. Goods and services are rationed out from food, housing, toilet paper, even electricity. Citizens are expected to devote their lives in service of the government and its ideology and to glorify the military and its leaders. There are few communist nations today because it is a failed and despised ideology, and rightly so. But calling politicians communist has become easier to dismiss in this political climate because it's become so normalized, particularly by the Republican presidential frontrunner, the failed former president, Donald Trump who uses the terms socialist, Marxist, and communist freely and interchangeably. They're catch-all words that some Republicans have become much more comfortable using to signal that a certain political opponent or policy is bad without having to actually explain why or how they're bad or what you do in their place. Nikki Haley's presidential team has taken to this one to the next level. They've been targeting Democrats that they think are, quote, soft on China by posting a series of communist style images complete with the hammer and sickle titled Comrades of the Week. The images are so far beyond the pale. People throughout this country have been punished. They've been imprisoned and they have been killed for the mere suggestion or suspicion that they were a communist sympathizer. Nikki Haley, like everyone else, has the right to disagree with her fellow politicians and their policies, but not if she's going to use dangerous and fear-mongering rhetoric. Be honest. Debate the policies based on their merits. Don't call people communists. Don't call things communists that aren't.
0: You know, and I can tell you, Ali Velci is a true true capitalist he believes in good regulated capitalism and you know when does regulated capitalism become something else that's where I'm at I am not at all I mean Ali Velshi is you know he's a part of the business community etc but he believes in honesty in capitalism honesty in business I am uh, uh, way I'm to the left of that in this regards uh, most of these drugs Were developed by the people We the people paid for those drugs At universities and when they became Viable these confounded Corporations went ahead and picked Them up got the patent and 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 uh, started to develop and Test etc 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 They did little of the work and in fact Most of their profits don't go back into Research and development but into Marketing executive pay and, and, and Dividends for their Shareholders so I am while I agree Agree that this is not in any way communism. What I want as well isn't communism. I want the the government as investors in making all these most of these products on the market to be able to dictate that you will not sucker us in paying all these high prices. And in fact, I think that the the drug companies have so far earned the right to have all those patents relinquished right back to the government. After they were the ones who uh, who develop who, who's had the initial development of the drugs, and then what I think should be done is, uh, if the government wants, they can hire these uh, these drug big pharma companies to manufacture the drugs. And if they say, "Well, no, we're not interested," we build the factories and manufacture them ourselves. It's important because they don't again. Please tell me, what value do they add other than marketing, other than extending the price to ridiculous levels for others? I do not believe in our current healthcare systems. There are portions of our systems that do not, I repeat, do not belong at all in the profit domain that is healthcare energy and uh, and and some other social problems do not belong in the for profit market there's a lot of room for millions of other things that belong in the for profit domain just not healthcare just not energy and a, a few other things that I've spoken about before